lightning bets before we wrap up today. I got a college football game I really like for you. And our two-minute drill coming up in about 20 minutes as well. Welcome back into BetQL Daily. Chris Mack in for Joe Ostrowski alongside Eddie Gross and Aaron Hawksworth. We got you covered for week 13 around the NFL. And yes, we will touch on those conference championship games in just a couple of minutes as well. I have one of the worst talents. This isn't a talent, guys. It's really, it's, uh-huh. it's some, something, I don't know why it happens to me all the time. So my wife had to take one of her car. It's, we call it her car. We both drive it, but it's her car. Um, to get the tire fixed this morning because there was an air pressure oh. thing going off. I guess when I took it up to State College last weekend to go to the football game, I must have driven over a screw or a nail or something, and they found it in the tire, oh. and they plugged the hole. This is now, I want to say, probably the fifth time in my lifetime I have driven over a screw or a nail of some sort that has caused me to have to get a flat fixed. I don't know what's wrong with me. Where am I driving that I'm driving over all of this loose hardware? I don't. This is disconcerting had, that I have. I've probably had weird. a similar amount. When I lived in Arizona, I went to Arizona State University. For some reason, it happened to me a bunch there. I don't know if it was related to the heat or what, but I felt like I had tire problems all the time. But I've probably had, I don't know, maybe four or five since I started driving at like 16. Okay. So I don't feel what about I don't you, quite as bad about it. I I don't know if I can relate to like, I know I've had nails and screws and, and things like that in my tires before. And sometimes they, they happen in these you know, strange road trips. Like for some random reason, I was driving to Cincinnati and I was going to go try and meet up with friends and surprise them. And then it didn't work out. And then suddenly, like I had to get my tire changed. And so it just kind of ruined the entire road trip to where I had to come back home. But yeah, like I don't know. Like unless like you don't road itself when you're driving, like you're looking straight ahead. I don't know if it's like a periphery question, perhaps. Yeah. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of that like it you know, it's either just bad luck, which is possible, but uh but Paul, I, I does this happen to you as well? So, it was a couple weeks before our wedding, got married in September, coming up on Three months, so so far so good. But like, out, I'm just gonna say I was at the gym. I was running errands or something. Uh, but I'm, let's pretend I was at the gym. Come back, parked a car in our garage, and like we're driving downtown to get the uh, the marriage license, like a couple weeks before, like the official document. And so like we're leaving, we pull out, and like we're driving down the street, and we just hear the or whatever a flat tire sound is. Insert flat tire sound here. We're like, oh no, is this a sign? Those questions were asked sort of thing so i guess i had back into like a nail like was sticking out of the side of the garage or something yeah (laughs) my way out uh so we did after after discussing we we did decide to uh take an uber instead that day to still get it done but yeah but yeah I, i kind of Lost, I don't know, sacrificed some man points, I think. Like, because I went to go change a tire myself the next day. And, mm-hmm. like, I can change a tire. Let's just put that to rest. I can, change <laughs> I can handle it. But, I'm a man. Yeah. yeah. But the the uh, bolts, nuts, whatever, were, Lug like, nuts, yeah. so, yeah, they were so, <laughs> what, like, fastened on 
Like it was impossible without like a drill. I had to call mm. AAA, and it was that was kind of an L oh, for the day for them to change is. the tire. But and that so <sighs> you're not going to be in my NASCAR pit crew, Paul? Is that how this works? Give me the right tools, and I'll be good. But like the guy shows up, and I'm like, I'm sorry, man. Like I, you know, I, <laughs> I'm I, I got not nothing. fair. You were embarrassed. You couldn't handle it yourself. Yourself. <laughs> well, we we could say that, I guess. I I think the the lug nuts were on a little too tight. You know, newish car from a couple of years ago. But yeah, yeah. Is is it this thing? And, and I think I've done this too. Where like, if the man card gets revoked, we start apologizing for it. Like I remember, <laughs> like I was out with my buddy, you know, some time ago, and like he used to be able to down Guinness drinks like one after the other. And then one day he couldn't, and he started apologizing to the bartender. It's like, I'm sorry, man. Like, normally I can have a few more of these, but I just can't anymore. It's like, I think it's something like with us and men where if we don't do what we should be able to do as men, we start apologizing for it. And I don't know why yeah. we do this. Yeah, I, it, because we, we feel deficient. Yeah. I just get irrationally yeah. angry at myself, and I'm like, well, oh, I can't do this. What's wrong with me? Um, but you, right. you know what, Paul? Don't feel bad. That guy was cheating. He had, like, one of those air guns, right? The little, yeah, it was like, zoom, zoom. Zoom. apparently yeah. I'm big on sound effects today. Yeah, zoom, zoom. Yeah, we all are. Like, it's Friday. <laughs> yeah. We can't. Not it's fair. Friday. We've used up all our words. We're just on to sound effects and onomatopoeia. Yeah, just they, yeah. Like, the, Real like, the Chiefs offense, like the Chiefs offense in the second half of games. Like that. There you go. Sound effect. <laughs> and that, my friends, called a segue. Welcome to Radio you 101. Chiefs <laughs> Packers. Sunday night football. Kansas City laying six at Lambeau. Total 42 and a half. We talked about this a little bit yesterday, guys. Um, and and we kicked it around a bit talking about the Chiefs just absolutely impotent offense in the second half of games this year. And I think when I look at both sides here, especially the way the Chiefs defense has played, going up against Jordan Love, they continue to have injury issues in the backfield in Green Bay. I absolutely love, I mentioned I have a number I love in this game. Get, I am slamming the under 42 and a half here, Ed. We talked about it just a little bit yesterday, and I've, I've, I've cemented my uh, stance on that one. Under 42 and a half in Chiefs Packers Sunday night. If I were in charge of man cards, Chris, which I should be, I absolutely should be, but I'm not. But if I were, you should have a second because that's exactly how you should play this game. It is the under total 42 and a half. Here we go. We get a little bit right there. Yeah. That's how you do it. She struggles <laughs> to score in the second half. That's really important. They're also struggling on throws beyond 10 air yards. That's also a really big deal, which you wouldn't expect from a Pat Mahomes-led offense. This does matter at the end of the day. Like, it's not just the, the receiver drops and all that, but it's just that this offense really isn't designed to go beyond 10 air yards in terms of those passes. And so going up against a Packers defense that can handle that, boy, there are going to be few options in terms of getting the ball down the field. She, uh, Packers defense does not allow too many explosives. One of the lower yak per reception rates in football. So even if a receiver does make a play, they're not going to get too many yards afterwards. So that's an important thing. And Jordan Love, uh, you know, if he doesn't love 
what this Chiefs secondary can give him, then he might take off a little bit. Problem is, Chiefs have also been outstanding containing quarterback scrambles. So that's going to limit what the Packers can do offensively. I know I don't trust what Green Bay can do in the red zone. That's for darn sure. They may be settling for field goals or missing out on fourth fourth down conversion opportunities. So you couple all of these, you know, red zone woes and all of these intermediate and deep passing struggles that I think both quarterbacks will be dealing with. Yeah, I'm with you. Let's go under. I really... I really want to back the Packers plus six here in this matchup. You mentioned how the Chiefs offense, it hasn't been as high powered and flashy as we've seen in the past. But part of me is like, okay, what is this Jordan Love led offense? And are they due for like a dud or some type of regression? Or is this for real? And they're going to keep building off of it. I just feel like it's a little bit of a small sample size, but similar to like with Josh Dobbs, like he's had some great games. It's like, oh, wow, he's so great. He's so awesome. And then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, that's why he's been on a million teams. Like, I'm not saying Jordan (laughs) Love is quite Josh Dobbs. But are we going to see some regression from the guy? And am I silly to think plus six is the move on the Packers? I, I just don't have a strong I, opinion, really, on that one. I, I just don't trust that what we what we saw from Jordan Love the past two weeks isn't because he faced the Lions and the Chargers defenses. I mean, you mm-hmm. look at Jordan Love this year against quality defenses. Look what he did against the Steelers three weeks ago. Ugh. Uh, 21 of 40, uh, a couple of touchdowns, but two picks as well. Uh, one late that kind of sealed the game. The Chiefs defense is, th- this is crazy to say, the Chiefs defense is the better side of the ball for that team right now because yeah. you can actually count on the Chiefs defense to show up in big moments, whether it's Loftus, whether it's Jones, whether it's somebody in the secondary making a play, they show up in big spots. And this isn't a knock against Patrick Mahomes. It's more about the guys he's throwing the ball to. Every time Patrick Mahomes lets go of the football, even at Travis Kelsey last week, you hold your breath. You go, oh, are they actually, oh, no, oh, it dropped. Okay, yeah, all right. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah, more sound effects. Um, more so I, sound I just. Effects. <laughs> I don't trust uh I don't trust the Chiefs offense here and so I can't lay mm-hmm. 6. They they, they, they look yeah. it's it's likely they cover it but if I'm going to play under 42 and a half I'm definitely not laying 6 with the Chiefs here. It's just I I I don't I, I don't trust that Jordan Love the last two weeks is in a, a complete and total mirage. I think it's very telling when you go to the prop market that Christian Watson's receiving yards number is 43 and a half. Your wide receiver one with this up and coming star at quarterback, that connection's only going to be good for 43 and a half yards. Are you kidding me? Like that's, yeah, that's the market point, telling Ash. us that we are not going to see something special from your wide receiver one. And not only that, it's juiced to the under at minus 120 at BetMGM. And I like that play. I would go under Watson 43 and a half yards. Yeah. Yeah. I think the market's telling us Packers regression, like with Jordan Love and Christian Watson, like it's probably not going to continue. Yeah, so I I like the Chiefs to win this. I don't like the – I don't like – enough offense to cover the six. And as we talked about, I definitely like the under the other primetime game Monday night. This is, this is, I think an ugly one. I don't know. I don't know what to think of the Bengals getting eight and a half on the road at Jacksonville. 
Their defense, a disaster. Their offense, now led by Jake Browning. Uh, they're still technically alive in the wild card race because, as we talked about, the AFC, very top-heavy. The wild card race isn't the prettiest right now with teams like Indy and Cleveland involved in it. And again, Cincinnati, right there, still somehow in it, Ed. Eight and a half is a big, big number, especially with a total sitting at 39. Uh, those two don't they, – they, 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 that's a bit of a juxtaposition there for me, a contradiction. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Does not compute. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I'm with you there. (laughs) Something has to give in order for these numbers to sort of come together. And I think when we're looking at this Bengals offense with Jake Browning, like, first off, when it comes to the market in general, they do overreact to quarterback news, right? Like, you've got a backup in there, and sometimes they move the line a little bit too much. And I know that can happen because Joe Burrow is the Bengals offense, and now they're having to scramble a good bit in more ways than one. So I understand why the line is as big as it is. At the same time, though, okay, yeah, Jaguars defense, really good with the pass rush, really good at guarding the intermediate part of the field, 10 to 19 air yards. But what else can they do where we're comfortable here? Like the Bengals still have some fantastic receivers where even if the ball isn't that accurate, maybe you do trust Jamar Chase a little bit more to kind of leap a little bit and be able to make a play along the boundaries, those kinds of things. So overall, I'm a little bit nervous about backing a side here. If I were to, I'd probably go Bengals plus eight and a half. If for no other reason, we could see a Trevor Lawrence regression to the mean situation. We could also see an offensive line where, look, sometimes those Bengals pass rushers do get home. Hasn't happened a whole lot this year, but sometimes they can, and they may be able to find a weak spot, Aaron. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I think this is this line is a bit rich, but I think on both sides of the ball, this Jaguars team is so much better without Joe Burrow. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they've been impressive. They've won. They have seven wins in the last eight games. So I don't know how much regression. I mean, you could also make the argument that they've got momentum right now and they're not going to slow down. Uh, maybe I'd look at, you know, Trevor Lawrence passing touchdowns over one and a half over 243 and a half passing yards, something like that. And I'd probably just stay away from the side because I'm with you. It's a big number. But I also tend to think the Jags could probably cover that. But if I'm going to put my actual money on it, I'd probably just look at Jags props overs. Yeah, I, I just, the, the, the numbers not coming together for me makes this a, a stay away for me. Like, I, I don't. I, I'm I'm curious to see like does does Browning have the ability to actually do anything when he, you know after a couple full weeks of practice, um you know that Bengals offense has talent like I understand mm-hmm. it's it's a huge drop off from Burrow to Browning nobody's saying it's not but like you got it, it, if you're a backup quarterback in this league maybe it's more an indictment of the Bengals and their personnel department that they didn't get a quality enough backup but like with those weapons Higgins Chase. Boyd, Mixon has been a disappointment this year. You've got to be able to produce more offensively, and that has been disappointing uh, throughout the year for the Bengals, really, even regardless of Burrow's health. All right, time for the two-minute drill. We give you our passing, rushing, receiving leaders for the week, our favorite money line dogs. we got to give you our favorite college football plays of the weekend as well as conference championship weekend is upon us and gets started tonight out west. That all on the way, plus lightning best before we wrap up here on BetQL Daily.